podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Six weeks gone in the regular season. Already, the 2023 London Games are in the books. That's right, three games in three weeks, witnessed by in excess of 200,000 fans across Wembley Stadium and, of course, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. All rounded off last weekend with the Baltimore Ravens running out 24-16 winners over the Tennessee Titans. Once again, I was fortunate enough to be on hand. Once again, an absolutely fantastic atmosphere. A sellout crowd. In fact, over the course of three games, there was a record attendance for an NFL game at Wembley Stadium when the Jags took on the Atlanta Falcons. That was followed a week later with the Jags once again coming out on top, this time against the Buffalo Bills, in front of another record attendance for an NFL game, this time at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. It has been a fantastic carnival of NFL action over the last three weeks. We've witnessed some of the very best players on hand flying their trade on UK soil. And of course, the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Baltimore Ravens, the two teams to head back to the States, both very happy indeed. As for this show, we were back to winning ways last weekend with a 2-1 and one record against the line. The goal, as always, is to make it a clean sweep and go 3-0. and oh. That's what we're going to endeavour to do as we turn the page and head into Week 7 of the NFL. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Well, hello. Welcome along to the show. I am your host, Richard Graves. This is Graves on Gridiron. Each week, we look at the slate of games on offer and choose three from that slate. And then we will dissect them, break down the matchups and compare them to the line being set by the odds makers. And I'll tell you what I think of that line and whether it's right or wrong and which way I would go as well. Uh, two and one against the line last weekend means our record on the season is getting ever closer to 500, now standing at eight and 10 on the season through the first six weeks. So without further ado, let's turn our attention to week seven in the National Football League. Two matchups featured, which uh, have two first place teams going head to head. Mouthwatering games, those. But before we look ahead to those matchups, Let's start with the Atlanta Falcons in the AFC South, traveling to their rivals, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Falcons go into this game with a 3-3 three three record. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers lead the division by half a game. They stand at 3-2. and two. Both teams coming into this one on the back of defeats in Week 6. It's fair to say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are one of the surprise stories of the season so far. Baker Mayfield starting for them at quarterback, proving to be more than good enough to make them competitive in the AFC South this season. Uh, Desmond Ridder, on the other hand, the second-year quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons, um, may well have started the season as a great hope for, for the Falcons, uh, but confidence now, you sense, might just be beginning to wane a little bit in their former third-round draft pick. Uh, disappointing decisions, uh, drive-killing interceptions, particularly last week um, in that loss to the Washington Commanders are the cause for that. And they're proving to be the Achilles heel uh, for this Atlanta Falcons offense. They do have talented playmakers, the likes of Bijan Robinson, uh, Drake London, uh, Kyle Pitts. But if you're turning the ball over, giving away possession, that is going to eat into your effectiveness as an offense. And that's what we've seen with the Atlanta Falcons in the last few weeks. They now rank a lowly 25th with 10 giveaways on offense this season. Um, and that same stat 
you have to say, is perhaps what's been really impressive about what Baker Mayfield's done with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because they've turned the ball over just four times uh, so far through six weeks this season. Uh, it complements a, a defensive unit uh, as well, which is in the league's top eight in defending the run, uh, taking the ball away and points allowed uh, through the first six weeks. They give up fewer than 18 points per game. Uh, whilst in contrast to that with what the Atlanta Falcons have been doing, they've slipped alarmingly over the last few weeks, uh, scoring more than 16 points in just one of their last four outings. That translates to them now being 29th in the league when it comes to points scoring, and they're averaging just a, a meagre 16.5 points per game. That isn't going to win you many games in the NFL if you don't have an elite defense. The Falcons to this point do not have an elite defense. Throw into the mix as well that Desmond Ridder has still to win a road game as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Everything about this matchup to me points towards a Buccaneers win and in the process taking a firm hold on first place in the AFC South. I think they get the win and I think they do it by covering the spread as well. Take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at minus 2.5. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Okay, now we turn to the two elite games, the standout matchups from Week 7. We start with the 5-1 and one Detroit Lions travelling to Baltimore to take on the 4-2 and two Baltimore Ravens. As we've already touched upon, the Ravens coming into this game on the back of a big win, a crucial win in London last weekend, bouncing back from the disappointment of that loss a week before to their rival Pittsburgh Steelers. Both teams... Division leaders heading into this game. The Detroit Lions, of course, the NFC North. The Baltimore Ravens, the AFC North. It is a mouth-watering matchup. Uh, the first of two games, which really does highlight four of the best teams in the NFL right now. Slowly but surely, I think the National Football League is beginning to acknowledge that the Detroit Lions are for real this season. And this is why. Impressive stats. Since week nine of last season, only the San Francisco 49ers, 14 and 1 record in that time, and the Kansas City Chiefs, a 14 and 2 record in that time, have better winning records than the Detroit Lions. Dan Campbell's team, since week nine of last season, are 13 and 3. In that same span, the 49ers are the only team having scored a total of 458 points to have scored more points than the Detroit Lions. They've scored 448. Meanwhile, Baltimore is tied with the Buffalo Bills for the NFL lead this season with 24 sacks. And all of a sudden, you're beginning to see why these two teams are at the top of their respective divisions. Further to that, the Lions and the Ravens are two of only seven NFL teams who have held a lead at some stage in each of their first six games this season. Now, this is where it becomes a little bit murkier if you're part of the Baltimore Ravens uh, team because since the start of last season, there is no team in the NFL that has lost more games when they've held a double-digit lead than the Baltimore Ravens. And I will tell you, speaking to Ravens fans last weekend at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, when the Tennessee Titans started mounting a comeback at the start of the third quarter, they were all aware of that. It was a fear at the time. Geno Stone made a big interception for them. They put points on the board and they were, in the end, able to walk away um, with the win. But it is a concern. It's nonetheless a mouth-watering clash. If Baltimore can turn their scoring drives into touchdowns rather than settling for field goals, remember last weekend against Tennessee, Justin Tucker converted six 
uh, field goal opportunities, and they were still able to put 24 points on the board. If they turn even half of those field goals into touchdowns, you're looking at well over 30 points in the game. And if they could do that, they'll have no issues um, in this game either. The Detroit Lions rank in the top eight in every major offensive category. They're averaging 28 points per game. Uh, We already know that both teams play well uh, on defense. Uh, But look, this is a passing league, and here we have two teams more than capable of lighting up the scoreboard. I'd expect an entertaining game between these two on Sunday in Baltimore. You've got the the total points line set at 41.5 for this game. I think these two comfortably combine to go over the top of that. So take the total points at over 41.5. Okay, so it's time for this week's Graves Big Question. We've already mentioned three games in the Bucks played in London through 2023. In 2024, it is the NFC teams that end up playing an eighth home game on the schedule. Uh, therefore, expect NFC teams to feature heavily in the international series. To that end, you look at teams with licensing or marketing agreements, whichever way you want to call it, um, in Europe. You've got the Chicago Bears, the San Francisco 49ers, and the Minnesota Vikings. Which of those teams would you want to see play in London next year? Will it be any of them, or could it be a n other? We saw the Green Bay Packers and the New York Giants, of course, come here in 2022. So, yeah, I want to know from you. Graves' big question this week is which of the NFC teams would you like to see play in London in 2024? Will it be the Bears, the 49ers or the Vikings or another one entirely? Uh, go to Graves on Gridiron on Facebook, uh, Richard Graves one on Twitter um, or RDG Media UK on Instagram. Hit me up. Let me know your thoughts. Which NFC teams do you want to see play in London in 2024? Graves on Gridiron. So on to game three from this week's podcast, and we're saving the best for last. It features on primetime television in the States, Sunday night football, the 5-1 and one Miami Dolphins going into the city of brotherly love to take on the 5-1 and one Philadelphia Eagles. The Dolphins, of course, top of the AFC East. The Eagles, top of the NFC East. Uh, Miami were one of the featured teams last weekend, you'll recall if you listen to the pod, They did not disappoint. Why would they, quite frankly? This team is red hot right now. They lead the league in total offense, passing, rushing, and points scored. They average 37.2 points per game through six weeks this season. Are they the best team in football? Quite possibly so. But this week's opponents will also have something to say about that. Uh, The Philadelphia Eagles uh, have been criticized for not looking exactly perfect through the first six weeks. You know you're playing good football when that is perhaps the biggest knock that anyone can make on you. Uh, Last weekend's loss, though, you have to say to the New York Jets, uh, was certainly a surprise. Here's the thing. They do keep finding ways to win. You don't get style points in the NFL. You just get wins and losses. And the bottom line is this. They, along with the Dolphins, the Chiefs, and the 49ers, are all currently sharing the best record in football right now at 5-1. and one. The Eagles find a way, simply put, to stack wins together. And ultimately, it's about playing your best football in January and February, not in October. Um, this week, they added another veteran to their ranks, another weapon on offense in the form of Julio Jones. He's now a Philadelphia Eagle and will take his place alongside A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. Um, it's an offensive unit which averages 25 points per game, just over that. 
and you can be sold and you can bet for sure that there's um link link or should I say get my words out right in this um you can bet for sure that a sold out Lincoln financial field will provide a white hot atmosphere on Sunday night there will be no quarter asked or given inside that stadium I do find myself pausing though right now because I think you've got to ask yourself Look, which team looks the most impressive in, in the National Football League so far this season? Which is the one team that can blow the doors off any defensive opponent, both through the air and on the ground? And there's only one name. It's the Miami Dolphins, folks. They have speed to burn. Um, as impressive as the Eagles' fourth-ranked scoring offense might be on paper, the Dolphins are averaging just a lick under 12 points per game, more than that this season. And there's the legacy, of course, of that lone defeat they suffered on, you know, up at Buffalo a few weeks back when they just never really got going against the Bills. Um, I look at the line for this. The Philadelphia Eagles start the game as two and a half point favorites. I know they have home field advantage and that counts for something. But I've got to say, I, if you're part of this Miami Dolphins setup, I'm a little bit offended by that when you, you've put the breadth of work that they have out there for everybody to see this season, as impressive as they've been on offense. We've spoken about the frustration with the Philadelphia Eagles. Look, I'm going to be quite frank about this, folks. I not only expect the Miami Dolphins to cover that spread, I think they win this game outright. So certainly take the Miami Dolphins at plus 2.5. Okay, let's recap the three games for this week's pod. We start with the Atlanta Falcons and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Take the Bucks at minus 2.5 in that one. And then it's on to the Detroit Lions and Baltimore Ravens. This is going to be an entertaining matchup. Take the over on total points, over 41.5 points. Before we round it off on Sunday Night Football, the Dolphins and the Eagles at Lincoln Financial Field. Take the Dolphins to cause an upset, according to the odds makers, and cover at plus 2.5. As I always say, remember, first and foremost, this is just about enjoyment and having some fun to accompany the matchups through the weekend. Guys, keep that in mind. Remember, hit me up on Twitter at RichardGraves1, Instagram RDG Media UK, or Graves on Gridiron on Facebook. And you can read all about uh, the matchups that we've spoken about on this week's pod as well by going to RDG Media UK, the website, and click on the Talking Sport um, tab there. It's been a blast as always. I can't wait for week seven. Until next week, folks. So long, everybody. Subscribe to Graves on Gridiron wherever you listen to podcasts. And keep up to date with the latest on Twitter. Search for Richard Graves 1. That's Richard Graves, the number one. Podcast Network.